0: He looks like gold dust. Wait a minute, M- gold dust. You're telling me that Magic Johnson's son looks like gold dust. That's what you're going to sit here and expect me to believe. Um, I'm going to show you. Are we talking about gold dust in character or uh, gold yeah. dust out of character?
1: No, not Dustin. Not Dusty Rhodes, this boy. He looks like gold dust. The character.
0: Yeah, that's terrifying.
1: Oh yeah, let me show you. EJ is his name. EJ. EJ. Well, that's should be Gay J.
0: Oh, he's straight up. Gay J sounds like a rapper who said no to Kim Kardashian. His son. That Whoa! Is the son. I'm telling you, dude. Wow. Why? Just watch some that old... That is... He is the ringmaster on Circus of Queers, is what
1: he is. He is. And the thing about this is, is like, you have to... If you ever go back to some old, like, we'll say, any kind of interviews or just any kind of mannerisms he has on the court. Off the court, anything like that. That dude, he's really feminine. I, I think a lot of people have missed that. Okay, maybe so, but you got also. You have to remember so too. much. Either I mean, he either was doing something in, intervenious, uh-huh. or he was straight nailing chicks on their period with cuts on his penis. Oh, I mean, well, or was, he was that was probably it. Or he was getting railed in the butt.
0: Okay. Do you remember the remember the last show? You were talking about how the shotgun approach is the best. Buckshot is the best. Mm-hmm. That's what he was doing. He was trying to pollinate most of Los
1: Angeles. So, but also, now think about this: well, Chamberlain. Was I think he possibly did die of AIDS. Um, I bet you he did. I don't know if he they did. Kind of cover all that stuff up because he nailed like ten thousand women or something like yeah, that. Yeah.
0: Well, if he died, if he died of AIDS, then I would guess Ric Flair would too. But I think the thing with Chamberlain is if he would have been six foot four, I would agree with you. But guys that are seven foot one, seven foot two and are athletes and live that life, they're going to die of a heart attack in their fifties. I mean, it's just how it works. Yeah, I'm sure they have had their fair share of Coke as well. Um, Wilt Chamberlain. Uh, He probably was
1: definitely in the sixties
0: and seventies being one of the most well-known athletes on the planet. Yeah. I would say the cocaine, (laughs) I'd say when he sneezed, it looked like the inside of a yeah. snow globe. I'm just That would you. be my guess. When you shake it up, I bet that's what it looked like.
1: Because right near the end of his life, or even a few years before, prior anyway, you never saw him, never heard of him. No, no. He was very reclusive. So who knows? I mean, maybe he was just, like, fading. Well, you know, I'm not here to throw shade at Will I'm not throwing shade. I never, I never did anything, and he never did anything to me. These are conspiracy theories. Oh, God. I think I think it's real, though. I really
0: think that he... Uh, How many different conspiracy theories are we going to have to address on an episode of this show? Every day I have a new one. Okay. So, Wilt Chamberlain died of AIDS. All right. I'll tell you who I I do think died of AIDS, and there is a ton of evidence to support it, even though they would never, ever, 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 ever admit it politically. I'll tell you if I agree with you anyway. Yasser Arafat. (sighs) He died. I guarantee you he died of AIDS.
1: Well, that whole region... It may be looked or supposedly frowned upon, but women are for procreation and men are for pleasure. Uh-huh. And if um, and if you can't
0: get it with either one of those, it is permissible to get with a goat.
1: And get venereal diseases. Uh-huh. Now, just think about that. You probably got goat AIDS. <laughs> I don't know if goat AIDS is a thing, but it is a hashtag for this episode. Hey, female, uh, feline AIDS is. <laughs> is feline AIDS a thing? Feline AIDS. Let me look it up. Oh. Cat's got AIDS. I didn't, I have not been thinking about this all day. I trust me. <laughs> feline AIDS. Well, I'm glad the show hasn't. Feline started. immunodeficiency virus. Okay. It's old. Uh, feline Im- immunodeficiency virus is a uh, lentivirus okay. that affects cats worldwide. Two point five percent up to four point four percent of cats worldwide are infected with FIV that is the
0: weirdest thing in the world. Yeah,
1: it's a retrovirus. It's uh like leukemia. It kind of does that to them.
0: Feline AIDS.
1: Mhm. Oh, they also have another one. Yeah, the feline feline leukemia. Um it's also related to the immunodeficiency disorder that they have. You know, you can bring out all of the facts that you want, but the
0: minute you said feline AIDS, my brain just went, okay, we're done. That's it. Feline AIDS. I'm done.
1: And I guess and that brings that has to bring you to the point of um, of what what was that really good movie that we all liked? It's uh, South Park creators basketball no, Orgasmo, um, Team America, Team America,
0: everybody has AIDS. Every oh yes, the musical number at the beginning of the show yes. with the oh what is it? Hang on, there's a there's another thing. Oh my god, <laughs> I'm not even going to repeat what that meme says. That's awesome. Okay, I'm. I am going to repeat it. It's O.J. Simpson holding a turkey, and it says "carving up the white meat." <sighs> no, carving up that white meat. That white meat. Well, of course, it needs to be as urban as possible, doesn't it? Oh, what is the what is the uh, the group that's in that movie? The Film Actors Guild. The film, yeah. The FAG. <laughs> film. Film well, actors. Just Guild. add that to the list of stuff that if you tried to make it now. People would flip out because of the triggered social justice warriors.
1: Yeah, yeah. You know, the thing about it is, is you, whatever you're going to do, you just do it, and if there's a consequence, and you kind of have an idea it's going to happen. Well, what did Eric Bischoff say when he was running WCW? I don't know. Controversy creates cash. Oh, of course. And he is absolutely correct. People will watch you to to, to like you, or people will watch to see you fail. Why, did Muhammad, to, why did Muhammad
0: Ali have a career? Because people wanted to see him fail. Half the people wanted to watch him win, half wanted to watch him lose, but they all paid. It's the same Stop. thing with Mayweather. Mayweather is not doing anything new. He just has more zeros on the end of it
1: because inflation That's it. has changed the economy. This is nothing new. It's all oh just a... But you know the human lifespan is not very long, and we like to never accept that. You know, life is too, life is short, and once we accept that, I think
0: it it should. It doesn't always, but it should impact the decisions we make, plus or minus. But it rarely does, and. I don't know. Oh, okay. I, right now, I would like to get more philosophical, but I can't because I've still got hashtag feline
1: aids and goat aids in my head. So it's uh, your fault for saying goat aids. A Buddhist. What was this? Um, it's like a saying or proverb. Or I think whatever. I've heard this joke. No, it's is not a joke. The, it's is real. there a rabbi and a priest and a goat? No, but so <laughs> this part of Buddhism or whatever, it's it was talking about life and death. So it says okay. cry when somebody's born and smile when somebody dies. Hmm. So the understanding of all the pain that that person's going to feel from that young age all the way to adulthood mm-hmm. and the ending of that pain. It's kind of cool.
0: That is interesting. I, I like that. Well, spoken by someone who never heard of the concept of goat aids. Goat obviously. aids. And I think that's probably as good of a place to start Yes, as any. This intro song never gets old. Thanks. No. It's... The- you, you almost have to kind of like white guy chair dance a little bit. I do in, in inside least, my body. Well, I'm too. I mean, it's, it's just waist up. It makes you feel good.
1: It, it, it kind of like gives me a feeling when I was like 23 and I was really high in the summertime and just driving down the road like everything oh. just felt good. Like, oh, yeah, I don't give a shit. <laughs> it's, it's nice that you mentioned I have 7% summer. body fat. I feel good. Oh, yeah. I have, I have no idea what that's like. <laughs> Well, it's a cool and a crisp... It's still autumn, right? Fuck, I don't know. It's I was in Clarksburg. It was like 30 degrees on the side today. It's still an
0: autumn evening in the Mountain State, and it's episode 17 of Apex Live. We're back again. I'm Brad. That's Steve. Hello. You know it is autumn, and autumn's almost over. But our intro song is End of Summer by the 126ers, and you know what that means? first of all it's an awesome song like you said second of all it actually is end of summer
1: the summer's over
0: steve the stolen summer is over
1: it will be stolen the next one is the uh the four and summer a- of the phoenix the four and a half months of hell is
0: over and things they are a changing we got a lot to talk about tonight like all kinds of stuff to talk about we have news, we have updates, we have comedy, wherever, whenever, and however you may be listening. Get comfortable, settle in, listen to it all. It should be a lot of fun. Steve, how you doing, my friend?
1: Uh, pretty good. Um, decent little work week, short work week. That's always good. Guaranteed 40 hours. I wanted some overtime, but I don't seem to get it, but I'll work with it. It's a holiday week. Do you really want to have overtime on a holiday
0: week? I want overtime
1: all the time. Oh, I know you. I could have worked like a triple double overtime bonus holiday overtime pay or something. That That would have been awesome. Okay, whenever I hear triple double,
0: I think of two things. It's either the kind of burger that I want or (laughs) basketball. Or
1: basketball. So my grandpa, he would he worked. I think 24 hours a day like, I still
0: can't get Feline AIDS out of my head And it's your fault But continue Go on
1: So we, we always had Like this little joke Like we would always Kind of get in his voice And you know It's kind of like Country's like Oh I'm working That double overtime bonus Or whatever uh-huh. And uh, like Nobody ever saw him But he always would talk To you know My dad and his brothers And well, well can't work You know Can't hang out today You know it's a holiday I'm gonna work And get that triple Overtime bonus Or something like that And we always just Kind of throw that it's just kind of Like an inside joke Well that's cool It's pretty cool though well, it also
0: kind of harkens back to a time and a generation and a work ethic that,
1: by and large, it does not exist anymore. No, people like that. I mean, it's hard to. How he he worked for? I mean, he he was in Vietnam for a little while. Um. He worked for General Motors, I think for or Ford for like 30 years. Oh my gosh. Retired when he was 61 and died when he was 62. How common is that? I I think it's turned into a colloquialism. It's bad, right? Um
0: it's kind of it's one of those things that you say but you don't really think about the reality of it. Yeah. But look at how often that really does happen people who devote their lives to work mm-hmm. and they work hard and it becomes I don't think it's necessarily the people who just work hard. I think it's the people for whom work becomes their identity. Yeah. When no. when the work stops, they stop, and it's done. I'll tell you a great example of that, and it's actually from right here in town. And I, this obviously is not going to necessarily resonate with our listeners in the United Kingdom, but stay tuned. It does actually make sense. Um, there's a bar I don't know, probably a mile and a half from here. It's up on the Old Mountain State campus where WVU Tech, WVU Beckley is now. Oh, yeah. You're, Jimmy's uh, place. Jimmy's place, yeah. All right. Well, Jimmy, this is a story from years ago. They like this, do hot dogs and shit there, don't they? I think. They it, have like, like mid, that and sandwiches. Uh, midday yeah. food type
1: thing. Never very busy.
0: No. It, and it never, in my lifetime, it never has been. But I think it's just got those few regulars and they own the building. So mm-hmm. it just kind of continues on. Well, Jimmy died probably 25 years ago, but he ran that bar. For years I'm talking like 60s, 70s, 80s And ran the bar Worked his butt off For not very much And I'm not a bar guy But I can appreciate Anybody who's got A small business And works to run it And yeah. do all that and stuff possibly themselves. Live there Upstairs or whatever Right And he just He worked And he worked And he worked And he saved And he finally retires Buys himself a house At Woodcrest Back when that was You know The housing development It's still area. nice there Oh it's a nice yeah. place No that, crime at But all. it was a huge deal To get in there At that point Because no. Because the, half the houses that are there now weren't there then. Mm-hmm. And he finally goes over there, has a house over in that area, and dies like two months later. Yeah. It's just, it, that's remarkable to me. Um, I remember a bank official here sometime in the, in the 2000s finally retires after all these years of working in that industry. And they decide, I think it's him and his wife, decide to get like an RV, And a really expensive RV Mm -hmm. and we're going to get it and we're going to travel the country to all this stuff Yeah, two weeks and he's dead and it just happens over and over. And if that doesn't highlight the necessity of having things in your life that aren't just about work and your occupation and I'm all for the pride of working in those things, it's very important. I've got a new job right now mm-hmm. that has kind of been in the works for a while, but now it's here and it's official. I actually did it today, which is nice and it gives me the flexibility I need. And I'll talk more about that in a minute, but that's not who I am, mm-hmm.
1: who I am consists that's ins- of everything. Ins- and some aspect? something to kind of keep you busy. Well, it sounds kind of trite when people yeah. say it, yeah.
0: but you have to work to live, not live to work. That's for sure. And I see way too many people that that's the first thing they go to. And it never Ever,
1: ever turns out well. Yeah, you can't you can't drink that shit because if you become that like the person like I'm gonna stay here for this amount of time and retire, you're not that type of person. I'm not that type of person. No. There's because, nothing that intrigues me about your fucking pension plan. You know no. What I mean? There's no value to that. No, there's none. All there is is
0: that extrinsic, tangible. Money. We've talked about it before, that greed, that materialism to it. There's nothing intrinsic about it. There's nothing inside you you that sparks and that lights up whenever you're dealing with that. And if it doesn't do that for me, I'm really not interested in it. I like this new job. I like what it's going to be and what I'm going to get to do. But is it going to be like a central purpose and focal point of my life. Mm -hmm. No, I'm going to enjoy doing it. I already do. Yeah. But it's not going to be who I am. And if it ever turns into that, I need to find something else to do. Oh yeah. And for sure. I wish more people would learn that lesson. Okay. We got some business to take care of. If you're listening to us right now, Chances are you may still be doing it through the website, apexlive.fireside.fm. It's got the episode summaries. It's got streamable players. It's got links to share everything. You can download the episodes. It's got a contact form. All of those things, bios on me and Steve and all of our guests, which I know just intrigues all of you. To no end. Steve's bio is, I think, one sentence. We need to fix that. Mine's got links to my books on it, and that's a, that's that's not quite even, so we need to fix that up. I
1: don't know if I really need to be summed up. I don't really have a bio. I don't have a montage. <laughs> Are we just going to reference Team America the entire time? you got to have a montage. <laughs> Who said I was doing that? Maybe
0: I use montage these days. Uh, I don't know. After, after so much Team America early on,
1: I've got to think that played, a li- even subconsciously, just a little bit of a role in it. I don't, I don't know if that's, this is you know me and the unconscious when I'm, I'm thinking this and I don't realize it. It's a uh-huh. sub-unconscious, but it may be. Maybe I just really had to be entertained. Maybe I fell asleep at the hotel room fucking watching it. I can't remember. Drank a whole bottle of liquor by myself last night. It was pretty cool. Guess how much sleep I still got? Zero. Like 30 minutes, I think. Well, huh. take out the booze. And I, li- I have lived that life a lot. And you know that. Oh, yeah, dude. I'm just, you know, the thing about it is, and you understand this, when you stop fighting it, because, I mean, we still fight it. Right. Like, oh, if I could just go to sleep now, I'll feel okay later on. Mm-hmm. And you know it's not going to happen. So I'm just – but then I, you don't want to get into too much stuff because then you know you'll get tired and you may feel like you could sleep. But you don't want to do that either, so you just load there just in case it happens. No, it's awful. It's fucking stupid.
0: There's it, it is an endless cycle that you just – at some point you realize you can't get out of, and then you just have to pray that it stops. <laughs> Where was I? Something about the website. Oh, yes. If you're on the website, you can check out our RSS feed and plug that into any of your favorite – podcast management apps i prefer podcast addict it's absolutely the best one of the bunch so you can download that subscribe to our podcast in there and we are searchable in podcast addict as well Uh, you can also find us now on itunes and on spotify so we're getting out there more and more we should be on google play stitcher and a couple of the other providers uh, either by the end of the year or sometime after the first of the year if you want to reach out to the show please do so. We always enjoy it, even when you send us hate mail. If you've got questions, if you've got hate mail, if you've got audio commentaries, which we have had quite a few of those recently, if you've got guest suggestions, what if you want to be a guest, whatever it is, you can do that via email, apexlivepodcast at gmail.com, and you can still find us on our Facebook page. Just search Apex Live Podcast. The best part of what's going on recently is you can support the podcast just by shopping at Amazon. It is the holiday season, and you've got thousands of dollars to blow on people. Steve, we don't have thousands of dollars, but some if people... If I did,
1: I wouldn't fucking blow it on nobody. But Well, maybe yourself. No, not even that. Would like, you save it? I, I'm in that mind frame of saving money. I, mm-hmm. Materials do nothing for anybody. See, I'm a saver, and half the time people don't. People look at me like I'm nuts, so I'm glad you're a saver, too. So I mean, think about this. Like whatever i can save i do right but what's the, the vast majority of the population in the united states doesn't have like how much money was in the bank reserve like 400 bucks or some shit yeah i mean that the that number, may be even um the number
0: that you think it would be and the number that it actually is are two very very so different everybody's
1: things. we're completely in debt i mean i oh, don't even terrible. like to say we Money and a bank. No, but your general thought is correct. It's absolutely correct.
0: And while you're looking that up, I will say this. For those of you who aren't savers and who are blowing money like crazy when it comes to the holidays, please go to our website first, look up on the menu bar, and there's just a link that says Amazon. If you click on that, there's a banner It'll take you straight to Amazon. That's all you got to do. And everything that you buy on that trip to Amazon after clicking through on our banner, we get commission for that. And the commission will go toward the podcast. We're going to buy lots of new cool stuff and uh, better equipment, upgraded equipment. We may go on location and do some things. We got news on that in a second. But you can support our podcast by doing that on stuff you were going to buy anyway. And a few people have done that already. And we've got some some commission that's already come in. So I'm pretty happy about that. And one of the things that has come about because of that is, uh, Steve, one of the things we've been working toward for a while has finally taken place. We have acquired our portable podcast studio. We have the recorder and we've got some microphones that should be on the way here shortly. So we're going to be able to go on location at events and other places and who knows, maybe on road trips. We may just get lavalier mics and talk while we're driving down the road and do all kinds of stuff, but we have the portable studio, which means more shows, more often, even with your crazy, stupid work schedule that has you in the middle of nowhere half the time. We're going to be able to do that. Steve, what'd you find? I'm still looking. You're still looking. So tell me what's going on in, in Clarksburg, because I still haven't figured out exactly what you do when you disappear
1: for like four days and five days a week. Um, Well, it's still... I know you're training. It's training, but work at the same time, so... These oil and gas sites, okay. um, a lot of times, are out of the way, and it costs a lot of money to actually get the power they need for these stations. Oh, I'm sure. So, the company that I work for, they provide um, generation systems. You know, just uh, their natural gas generators. They can run off, you know, liquid fuel and uh, just gas. You know, well, isn't that fancy? So, what it does is, uh, you know, they can they can use their own Gas production to actually make this run and what it does is it uh, you know generates electricity and brings it to the site, and then we just go and do like um, different services and stuff on it. So,
0: but that doesn't seem like it's going to take up like five days in a row. I get
1: the feeling. That oh, we have a lot up you've... in Clarksburg, buddy. Really? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's a cool. lot. There's probably like I don't <laughs> know in Clarksburg alone. There's probably like forty. Forty sites or something. But do you get 30? plenty of downtime whenever you're doing this for a week at a time? Not really. I mean usually I'll meet everybody at the warehouse at like eight. We'll we work there or whatever. And then I'll usually work until five, six at night. Five or six at night, yeah. Oh my lord. So it's, it's, and then you go back to to the
0: hotel and drink liquor and watch Team America on TV. That's
1: actually the first time I've actually drank there. (laughs) And I was going to go to the bar and I was like, I I I don't don't want
0: people people. to misunderstand Steve's not an alcoholic. I'm not. I just thought it would help me (laughs) sleep. That's the thing that people don't get. When you reach that point of bad sleep patterns or non existent sleep patterns, you will
1: do. Anything? Well, I saved my kidney stone medication, and when I can't really sleep, uh-huh. I pop one. What do, they, I, what do they give you? I have to know. Oh, it's like, uh, uh, what is that, uh, Tramadol or something like that? They gave you Tramadol? Yeah. Well, no wonder you saved it, and it'll make you sleep. And then um, I take Phinegrin as well, both of them together, and I'm gone.
0: Yeah, gone may take on another context if you take too many of those. Goodness Just patience. one of each.
1: I, I just do one of each like every other well, they gave me 12, and I still have six of them left, and this was three weeks ago. Well, then we know what your what your magic sleep drug co- cocktail is, because that will absolutely do it. Well, I'm going to try to get some um, Ambien or something. I have a doctor's appointment. Coming oh, on. my Lord. If
0: we thought one margarita was fun, Ambien <sighs> I, Steve would be a blast.
1: Dude, oh, I just Ambien want to hallucinations. sleep.
0: hallucinations. I just want to sleep, man. Uh, believe me, I know. Yeah. And you'll hallucinate with Ambien, and if you don't sleep at all, you'll hallucinate without Ambien, so See, if it'll make you thing, sleep,
1: dude, do it. I have been a sleepwalker throughout my life as well, Really, and I don't want that to be like something that happens, like okay. I start flipping out. I know a ton of
0: stuff about you. I never knew you were a sleepwalker. Oh yeah, walker. dude. Seriously. Lucid
1: sleepwalking dreams. Oh like, my Like, I will be half awake. It's not, not been as bad. Um, there's been different varieties of things but okay there used to be a metal spider i would like literally wake up and this was this haunted me for like a couple of years all right and i'd look at it and it would be in a room with me and i would run and i finally got to the point where if i ran to another room and slammed the door i could count to 10 it would be gone but i would vi- i mean i would seriously all my vision would be there uh-huh. and it was just there in the room um huh. i was dating a girl you now i don't know It was probably 2002 and i had a I woke up, and I looked at her, and it was like a, a guy laying there. So you're what? You're 21 at this point? 21, 22. Yeah. And I looked at her, and she it was a guy, like a big guy. And I was like, I like kind of grabbed her. I was like, don't move. And then I left the room, shut the door, came back in, and it was her again. Well, it was crazy. Wow. I, I think I've had those since I was like 6, 7,
0: something like that. But that is, man. Yeah. Um one of the comics that I listen Yeah, one of the comics that I listened to for years on Bob and Tom is a guy named Mike Birbiglia. Mm-hmm. And he's done some more acting stuff recently. has a one-man show and has become really successful since I started listening to him. But he the name of his one-man show was Sleepwalk with Me because mm-hmm. he's battled it forever and finally he got some medication that would that takes the the edge off of it and kind of keeps him in place. Mm-hmm. But before he was able to get all that straightened out, he had to sleep in a sleeping bag that someone else would zip up with oven mitts on his hands so he couldn't undo it. Mm-hmm. I think at one point, he walked through the window of his hotel. Oh, yeah. And he, was on, he wasn't on—he was on a high level. I think he was on the second floor. And still. just still. And just walked through the window because in his mind, he's doing something while he's asleep and it, the brain just never shuts off and there he goes. Well, it sucks about that and the difference, I think. Another there's one of my friends kinds. is a sleepwalker, too.
1: But my eyes are open, and I can I can interact with my surroundings. I don't realize that I'm awake. Okay. Can so you communicate? I, no, I can't communicate. Like, I'll walk so, around. So it's just
0: interaction, and you can, you can tell what's I around can, you. And I can do
1: whatever I want to do, but there's no understanding of anything. Wow. Like, I would walk. When I lived in Florida, There's were a couple of occasions where I would walk around, like, three blocks in my underwear, and I would, like, piss in somebody's yard, and then I'd walk back home, and then, like, I would just awake, you know, I'd just be awake at the door. I'm like, what the fuck am I doing out here, you know? like That is weird. Fascinating to me. It's kind of fun. Well, well, it makes for a
0: great built-in <laughs> excuse for just doing weird stuff. Yeah, I was like, man, I don't that, know Sorry, dude, I was sleepwalking. Yeah. If it's documented, it's a great built-in excuse. If not, you're just a pervert.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I had a couple of sleep studies and stuff like that done. And I don't even know. They never told me anything because I was like an adolescent, so I don't remember what was what it was. My but Lord. Uh, Yeah, they never give me some kind of like um, experimental type drug or some shit like that. Uh, see, that's a word. There, I'm a firm <laughs> believer that there are certain
0: words that I don't want involved in my life yeah. in certain situations. And I don't want to hear experimental when it comes to medication mm-hmm. or airplanes. Yeah, dude. Experimental the... aircrafts, that's what that's how you end up dead. Roy Halliday, John mm-hmm. Denver. Yeah. Oh, it's an experimental aircraft. No, I'm gonna stick to the professionals yeah. who were who you know, were in the air force and learned how to do all these things and they now they fly seven forty sevens. That let them do the experimenting and then fly me professionally on something that's really, really nice. Yeah. And I'm gonna prefer business. Did you say Roy Halliday? Yeah. The pitcher? Yes. He's dead? Yeah, I, I didn't know. Yeah, he's dead. We landed on the moon. Yeah. We landed on the moon. <laughs> yeah, he died a few months ago. In an um, airplane accident? He was in one of these weird experimental half-boat And he's a big, tall, he was a big, tall he's, guy, yeah, right? He was a big dude. He
1: pitched for Toronto? Pitched for, for
0: Toronto, pitched for the Phillies for a while. He was Cy Young for a couple times, right? Uh-huh. Okay. At least once. Oh, he was... In his heyday, he was unstoppable. Mm-hmm. And... and holiday. Yeah, yes. Yep. And he was in one of these weird experimental deals and crashed it somewhere and died i think crashed it in the ocean but he had some drugs in his system too so when you combine experimental aircraft
1: with drugs eh, i'm starting to see how this probably played out he was experimenting on all kinds of, he, he was doing experimental drugs on experimental aircraft well not to be disrespectful just for the experience not, not to be disrespectful but the
0: experiment clearly failed it just depends what your goal is. How in the world did we get here? I don't know. I don't ever know where I would go. Yeah. I was sleepwalking you again. You might be sleepwalking now. <laughs> I don't know. Well, you're no, communicating, communicating, so communicating. probably not. Probably not. So, uh, so how's the rest of life going? Obviously, you can't have a ton of stuff going on if you're at work and you know two and a half hours away all the time. No, um, nothing that I can really think of. Nothing I can. Nothing
1: major. Family good. Steph's good. Sure, yeah. she'll, she'll be happy because we have another podcast for her to listen to. Yeah, she can decipher the tone of my voice when I talked about to see if I've been naughty <laughs> or nice or naughty and nice at the same time. Oh, you've behaved yourself. I have You, you tease it all you want, but you've, Added, you've add some more yourself. to the longest record I've ever had, of just being with one female. It's like seven years and some odd and some change.
0: Whoa, hang on a second. It's been seven years. seven years.: I think buddy, you might be common
1: law now. We are. It's over six. Yeah. Is it six
0: here? I think so. I don't know how much it is in West Virginia. I know some places it's seven. Some I don't Some places tell. it's less than that. Some places it's more. The government doesn't need to do shit. Oh, my gosh. You are common law married. You said you'd never get married again.
1: I'm not. Like, well, I, I, I have to pay mm-hmm. them extra taxes, <laughs> fuckers.
0: Well, taxation is theft. We've covered that plenty of times. Well,
1: especially the way, you know, they thieve you and how, you know, some of the uh, cost of, you know, insurances and stuff like that is crazy i was talking to a guy today just for his uh, young son and his wife he pays seventeen thousand dollars a year oh my for insurance that's crazy right i mean does he pay through
0: through his job yeah through through the job so he gets assistance and still pays and still pays yep that's at least what twelve hundred a month yeah. Something like oh my gosh. He he's he's a pretty good technician. But, I mean but remember what Barack said. Barack said that premiums because of the the Affordable Care Act, premiums were gonna go down yeah, like fifty percent. Yeah they did, didn't they? You know, I try to be uh <sighs> I try to be very reserved
1: in some of the things that I say on. And here. He don't have to fucking care because all them turds have free health care for the rest of their lives. Pieces of shit. that don't well, do anything. Well, it's the same thing as always. Congress never has to live by
0: the rules they pass for us. Fucking. They, they I have hate, the best health care in the world, Steve. Yeah. I hate
1: every fucking politician I've too. ever been around. They're all pieces of shit. Well, it's just been election season. And look at the clowns. Look at the clowns. They're all clowns. Won. They're all clowns.
0: Well, just at least you get to wake up every morning and realize that you're not Richard Ojeda.
1: Oh, God. Is there Haida oh, Ojeda. Oh, Ojeda. Wha- I don't give a shit. They've been telling him his name forever, and guess what? It's like a dude from West Virginia named Carlos. <laughs> it's fucking Carlos. Is it's there? It's spelled Carlos, and your name's Carlos. But just on on that note, on the note of that guy, it's not OJed I don't give a fuck. I mean, forget all of
0: the other things going on and where we may stand as independent conservative libertarians. It's which like
1: calling Boehner, and you should be calling him fucking boner.
0: That's tr- that's very true. That it,
1: Boehner boner. I mean, come they
0: on. They all taught us how to read and, and sound things out. That's a, that's boner. You're a hundred percent correct, boner man. But in, in all the people that you saw in this election season, and I tried to avoid it. I didn't want anything to do with it this year. Have you seen a bigger doofus than than that guy? Oh, he's an idiot.
1: He's, he's a, running for president in 2020. You know that, right? Well, he, yeah, he launched his campaign officially. Well, good job. A day or two nobody ago. cares about you. So you're going to be a hardline... Fucking liberal does that even exist he's an idiot he's not even a hardline liberal
0: he's just a he's a loudmouth moron what's i mean what how how does that even make sense how does anything that he says make any sense he's he's an idiot he is an idiot and i wish i wish he would go away and i wish he would align himself with
1: another state but he won't because trump is gonna remember him who fucking cares about any of you bunch of turds. Well, (laughs) that's what I've
0: said for years is I know where my beliefs are and where my values are and what I would like to see. They don't represent anything. I know what I'd like to see from a policy standpoint Mm -hmm. and I know what I believe would be correct and I can defend those positions and that's what's important. I'm not parroting talking. No, no, I can defend my position. What I hate more than anything else, Republicans... Now, we've gotten so deep into identity politics. And that's
1: what it is. Everybody has to be part of a clique. Yes,
0: it's identity politics. So Republicans are more concerned with hurting Democrats than they are solidifying and stabilizing their own positions. And Democrats are more concerned with just crushing Republicans than they are with with building their own party and building their own core values and getting that to happen in, in government whenever they have power. Me, I hate politicians. I hate all of you. I am increasingly (laughs) libertarian by the day Mm -hmm. because I want all of these people as far away from me as they can get. And this is the, the common point I keep coming back to now in all of politics We have, number one, you know this, obviously, because you're out in the world and you actually pay attention unlike most people do. We have the most polarized world that we have ever had, the most polarized country that we have ever had. Mm -hmm. And all people are doing is complaining about Donald Trump. And I'm not going to go pro-Trump or anti-Trump right now, but it's nothing but a complaint about Donald Trump. And he's doing all these things with his power and he's abusing power and we... Okay, well, whether you're a Republican or a Democrat, because Republicans did the same thing whenever Obama was in office and Clinton and and the complaints were going on with Bush 43 and and all those things. Well, if you're that worried about the power that the federal government has, why don't you reduce the size and the scope of government on the federal level and return it to the states like it's supposed to be? It'll never happen. And then – well, no, No. but – but, money. <laughs> but your own logic. If if you are telling me that this is the problem, then why don't you logically follow through it and say, Well, if this is the problem, let's fix it by eliminating the power that they even have available to them to abuse. Mm-hmm. That would make sense. Why don't they do it? Well, you just said it. Money. It's all because money, the yeah. money's not gonna follow. And no. there's no money in working on the state level compared to working on the federal level on this crap. But do I think that absolutely we need to get back to giving the power to the states and allowing them to control their own business because they're the ones who are going to have – we have to live underneath that umbrella more closely than we have to do the feds. So why shouldn't all the power be with the states? I think you should be most heavily governed –
1: by the people who are going to be closest to you. Well, they, We can just be fucking, like, you know, sovereign nations. It's p- pretty much what it's supposed to be anyways. We nation, all abide yeah, by states. the same rules and regulations, but...
0: You why know. even bother... Ha- why have states if you're going to give all the power to the federal government? It's, it's, there's provi-
1: no, There pretty much should be, like, provinces. Right? There's no point to have states. No, no, there's not. The, because... only
0: thing, the only thing that the federal government should be involved in is if there is a direct constitutional question or issues that involve things that go across states like building interstates and things like that everything else should be with the state level and on down to county and to local but it's not because the money is all in the feds and we've got a constant battle between the president in the executive branch and now, because of judici- judicial, activism and all those things yeah. with the Supreme Court, and that's why the presidents always want to control the Supreme Court, because that board of nine people is the check and balance to what the president can do. Well, if you've got all three. You can run roughshod. And I don't care if you're Republican or Democrat. I don't want that to be the case. I want the states to have the power. And they clearly don't. It's supposed to be check
1: and balance. That's what it's supposed to
0: all be about, right? Well, we were also supposed to be a constitutional republic, and we were supposed to be operating a market that was capitalistic. And we live in corporatism. And I don't even know what to call our government anymore. It's just a sham. And I'm sick of them all. And out of everyone that I hate. They're they're collected checks. I mean, it is what it is. Well, I'm going to say something else that I've said before. And I'm going to reiterate the point again. The only entity that I hate more than I hate the IRS is the FCC. Yeah, they're shit. But I will say this. What are they doing? I will say this, though. It's close.
1: It is close. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt it. Because we know know
0: how much I hate the FCC. The FDA
1: is a piece of shit, too.
0: Yeah, I'd put FDA top three.
1: Yeah, the FDA's a piece of shit. Most of their boards are are people that leave them, go to Monsanto, and, and vice fucking versa. It's, well, you're I mean, still
0: pissed off about the thing where you're not allowed to call almond milk milk anymore, right?
1: Yeah, it's super <laughs> shit. Like, who do, you, who do you fucking think you are to tell somebody what constitutes milk? Go eat a dick, you know what I mean? <laughs> Fuck off. Just because it's hurting your farmers or whatever you want to say. I don't give a shit. Why should you fucking care? Why should they care? It's just more control. It's bullshit. Well,
0: that's all it ever comes down to is control. FCC is about control. IRS, if you follow the logic deeply enough across levels. It's control. Is about control. It's about the slavery is, about is what control.
1: it is. It's, a, it's a indentured servitude is what it is. Oh, you know, goodness. And they pimp out our fucking employers pimp us out. They make a deal with yeah. the fucking government to make you know to extrapolate as much fucking shit as they can from us. So here's what it is. Oh god, pieces of shit. Is the, this is
0: the world we live in, and we just keep doing it. But at least our at least we took the right pill in the Matrix. I don't know if I like that though. Sometimes I wish it's not that way. I know, but it, we took the right pill in the Matrix. We figured out it's all bullshit. We figured out the truth, and I'd rather live with truth than a lie because ignorance may be bliss for some. But if you're wired like
1: we are, it's not. Ah, uh, but you do it in, you do. It we'd in, rather or, know. You do it intentionally, though. We yeah, we'd rather know, though. Yeah, we'd rather know the truth. I'd rather know. Well,
0: my life has been an inter. Well, if you've listened to this show for the last several episodes, you know that the the course of my life has been like a roller coaster in the dark backwards. But things have settled down in some ways, and they've. Kind of started turning mm-hmm. and twisting again in others. Um, the surgery is good that I was supposed to have. I was supposed to have two. Well, the they doc- only did one of them. Well, the doctor decided he was going to do both at once. Oh,
1: okay. Because so, I know we were talking
0: about that. So my doctor says, Well, here's what we're going to do we're going to do the hernia repair. I right, had an umbilical hernia, and I don't know why they thought it was such a big deal. I'd only had the thing for four and a half years. <laughs> <laughs> What they is,
1: acted like that was a horrible decision on my part to let it stay there for four was years. Oh, is it fucking free health care? Were, we, were we in uh, Great Britain or fucking Canada where you have to wait that long to get shit fixed? <laughs> no, I was just stubborn and didn't
0: have insurance and didn't want to go get it fixed. I, I had o- I had other stuff to do. And plus, I, I'm so paranoid about surgery. I just don't want to get put under, and I'm scared to death to do it. You're definitely uh, putting your life in somebody else's hands. Uh, yeah. And the whole concept of we're going to put you to sleep and you're not going to realize it, and then you may wake up, you may not. I don't know. But you wouldn't know well no i would know i just couldn't communicate it i'm gonna i know where i'm gonna wake up i would just not not your body i don't want to be that surprised by it because i was expecting it going in and went oh man i was right that's not the way you want to appear before god is going
1: oh man but you have to think about this too. i knew it i knew i shouldn't have had the surgery think about this though so if you are inebriated you die supposedly you're supposed to go straight to hell right no. I thought it was true. Like if you Where did you get that? I thought if you were drunk and in, in any if your body and your soul wasn't drunk in any way, that it was an abomination if you if you die not clear minded. Okay, who amongst us in our current state of affairs is clear minded? No, I'm talking about anyway. like like that. So in essence, in my mind, if I'm right or wrong, if you're if you're put to sleep, you're Definitely not of mind. Okay, but there's a difference between... So that's kind of scary,
0: dude. No, there's a difference between... Even in your framework of logic there, there's (laughs) a difference between... Being inebriated because you are pleasure-seeking and tr- Maybe. and trying to alter your mind for recreational purposes or being detached from
1: reality, and doing it for medicinal purposes. But you are detached from reality, because if you're awake, you'd still be having surgery. But you know what I mean. Weakness in man is why we can't have... So what, while we're so weak.
0: Okay, so what? What do you want? Do you want us to be doing like Civil War era yes. operations here? Bite the bullet while we sever your leg? No,
1: because they were drinking whiskey.
0: Oh my gosh!
1: Got to do it.
0: You know, I don't know. I don't know what to descri- how to describe your state of mental affairs. Is it? Is that wisdom? It's wisdom. Or or what is it? Who knows? I don't Uh, fucking know. I don't know. I'm just being contrary just to fucking be a dick kind of, I guess. (laughs) You're not playing devil's uh, advocate. You're just being a contrarian. (laughs) I'm just being an asshole. Well, do as you please. But no, I did. I had the two surgeries done, and you were one of the people who was, you've got to get this done, man. I know you were concerned, and and other people were, too. Just go get it done. Get it done. Uh, So I had to have that done, and I had to get my gallbladder removed to kind of fix a lot of the stuff that was going on with me, too. Good. And a lot of people just kept staying on me about getting it done. And after the crap that went on all summer, I thought... Fuck it. Well, you
1: know what? How bad could this turn out? You're just excising all the bullshit. in I'm, life. so few months. will just get that done, Yes. Too.
0: I've got two options here. Yeah. I, can, I can get my health problems fixed, and I'll feel better, or I get to go see Jesus. Either way, I kind of win. You win. So it's going to be fine. Win-win. So win. I went in and win, got win, both win. of them done at the same time, because... My doctor, Doctor Kilmer, said that's what I should do. And if you, I thought, well, he's right. If I only have to get cut once, and was his first name Val? No, it was oh, not Val. Uh, settle down, Ashley.
1: But uh, she likes Val Kilmer. She loves Val Kilmer. I don't really necessarily. The only role I ever liked him in was. Um, Say it. Say it. Is it the one I think it is? No. It's is not it not the, her favorite role? It's not the genius one. No. No, it's not fucking Top Gun either. <laughs> Because he's an idiot in that movie. The Doors, because he's kind of brain dead, like, as as always. Okay. He's like a blonde Keanu.
0: (laughs) Well, um, no, his name is Scott, and he's an excellent doctor. Just a wonderful doctor. So I went in and, uh... And also, whenever I hear Kilmer, I don't think Val, I think Bud from Varsity Blues. I think he's (laughs) going to be an aging racist football coach who is a control freak. But he told me to go ahead and, you know, they could do them both at the same time. So I said, okay, well, let's do it. I only have to recover once. So that's probably a good idea. I'll do that. And what happened was they said, well, it's laparoscopic, Mm -hmm. so it's going to be less painful for sure yeah. than it would be if we just do the completely invasive one. And after having that done two surgeries at once, and I had six or seven incisions that made me look like I was the victim of a drive by shooting. <laughs> and after they shaved half of my chest and made me look completely ridiculous, but thankfully no one had to see that either. I go through the recovery part and I had it done on a Monday When, boy, that weekend was eventful anyway I was in Indiana And some things happened on the way home Yeah, we talked about that And then the next morning So I do all that stuff Yeah, we talked about it off air So I do that And then I have the surgery on Monday morning Anything come up that day? And Monday night is Later, Steve So I'm in the middle Don't interrupt my role Okay, my bad Okay, so I go through all this And yeah, Monday night was extremely eventful. And we go into Tuesday, and they give me pain pills that are just friggin' worthless. They give me, and I'm not a pill guy. I hate taking meds, hate it. I'm scared to death to take stuff, and I never take anything. I don't even take over-the-counter stuff. No, I don't take OTC very often. much either. Okay, so they, but I knew for this I'm going to need some pain meds. So I'm thinking, hey, at least this time, if I'm having two surgeries at once, at least I'm going to get some decent pain meds. Well, that's incorrect because we live in a state, Steve. They gave you naproxen or some shit. We live in a state that's paralyzed and crippled by opioid abuse, so they're terrified to write you anything. So what do they give me for two surgeries, Steve? Ibuprofen. Norco. <laughs> 5 3 which basically, if you're in the pain that I was in, is like giving you white M&Ms that don't taste as good. That's it's, what they
1: tried on me. They gave me that shit. It's friggin' worthless. Yeah, it's, it's,
0: it's garbage. So after having the surgery done and having those pain pills that were worthless, I remembered back to the words that they told me, Steve, that it, this is going to be less painful than the invasive one. And I thought, really, less painful than what? Because that hurt like nobody's business. I couldn't get up. They cut through your muscle, yeah. I couldn't walk. I mean, it took such... It was awful. That is the worst pain I have Mm -hmm. ever dealt with, not counting emotional. And that's saying a lot. Because I've had some injuries. I've dealt with some stuff, but never anything like that. But finally, that was mid-October. So finally, that's one reason why we couldn't do anything, because I couldn't sit here. Oh, no, that's what I'm saying. I mean, So finally, that's gone. And I'm feeling mostly, I've got one little spot that's still kind of weird. I don't know what's going on there, but everything else is fine.
1: Dude, you're missing a fucking organ. It's going to take a little while for it to get used yeah, to it. Yeah, this
0: is near one of those incision sites, though, I think, where
1: they did, they had to stretch the hernia back out. It's not
0: like red and inflamed. No, it's not infected or okay, anything. Good. But it's, and it's just a little, it's discomfort. But you got to remember, my body's also saying, hey, there's supposed to be something here that's not there anymore. Yeah, feel, it's
1: got to fill, it's got to fill that gap back in there, dude.
0: Yeah, it's going to have to kind of adjust and acclimate
1: like, to it. 30, you know, 30 plus years, you have had something in your body and now it is gone. Exactly. So that's
0: gone. But I I do feel better. I had the surgery done. I don't have to be paranoid about the Fuck yeah, you feel better. I don't have to worry about the hernia strangulating and killing me in my sleep or anything. How would it do that? Uh, if a hernia strangulates, basically it cuts off all the blood flow out Ew. of nowhere, and if that happens, your intestines start dying, you can go septic, and if you don't get to the hospital in time, you die. Sweet. Uh, but the pain would be excruciating, so it would wake you up, but if, if it happens, it could be a huge issue, but it never did, and everything turned out fine. They put the mesh in, so now I can kind of get back to what I was doing before. Oh boy, I lost all my progress from all my hiking, but that ha- it happens. Whatever. At least I gained all the weight back that I lost in June. That's yeah, that's good. Not all of it. I'm I'm still hovering around 200, but I 24 pounds in 13 days sucks. But I've probably gained 15 <laughs> of it back. But that's going on, and then I also started a new job. Like I said earlier, mm-hmm. and I am working as a court reporter and i take depositions and i get to listen to people lie under oath <laughs> and i get to work in you, with audio stuff which is great because it's practice to do yeah, all this it's stuff you do, but yeah. my lord some of the stuff you hear these idiots pull and perjury's nothing to these people no why, why would it be well here's what's fun and obviously there's a lot of stuff i can't get into but
1: politicians do it all the time so i don't really fucking I don't, care I don't anymore either. but
0: this is what's fun Is You'll hear witnesses talk, and then they leave the room, and the lawyers bring the next one in if there's multiple people being deposed. yeah. Well, the other witnesses obviously don't get to hear everyone else. So they can't corroborate
1: their stories. So
0: you get to hear everyone talk during these things, and you get to figure out who's completely full of it, because you get to see the exhibits, and you get to deal with the entire case. And some of the stuff that these people will pull— is incredible. And then you get to hear some of the cases where somebody's suing over a car accident or something of the sort. And you if you have any type of legal understanding of what's going on in our yeah. world, you will hear someone for about 6 minutes and go, "Well, you're screwed. You're not going to win anything until you've heard someone filing a lawsuit over a car wreck and you find out through the course of the case that the guy who was driving the semi truck that goes down sandstone mountain at like a 9% grade and flips it. He says that someone cut him off and he slammed on the brakes and, and because he was trying to avoid hitting them or whatever. Well, none of the
1: witnesses ever saw another car. Well, there people on the highway are fucking assholes anyway. Well, guess, so, what, guess
0: what it turns out was the issue. He was on
1: drugs. No, better than that. Everybody else was on drugs. He is an illegal alien. Sweet. So, like, he has shouldn't fucking tentacles and shit?
0: Shouldn't have been employed anyway. Oh. Okay. In addition to that, he was basically saying it was a hit and run because if that happened, there was a way that he could redo his insurance... So that would be better, because if this would have, if it would have come out that it happened the way that it did, it would have negatively impacted his insurance. He could have lost that, would have lost his job. And then, of course, they would find out he's here illegally, et cetera, et cetera. So they
1: asked him if he was from the United States, and he said, see, <laughs> and um, that's how they found out. Well,
0: you know what? They busted him anyway. So it didn't work
1: no matter what he tried. So he's at the border right now trying to get back in, Right. I don't know
0: if he's part of the migrant caravan ice his ass?
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> you fucking iced. Uh, you know, I do like whenever you turn ice into a verb. <laughs> Get iced. You you see, it used to be if you iced somebody, that was knocking them out in a fight. <laughs> yeah.
1: Now, you're calling immigration. Or you can kill somebody. You also ice them that way.
0: Well, and that's true. I was trying not to go quite so far down that road of violence icing. and
1: degradation. Icing is icing. If you don't know what happened to you, you got... Fucking iced.
0: Oh, the only kind of icing that I like is a nice buttercream on top of some white birthday cake. Because I'm just trying to have more good things that in my life. so porn just now. You're like... <laughs> I know. But, you know, I've had so much bad and now so I want much fuck neg- a fucking cake. Me too. <laughs> but I've had so much bad and so much negativity. Man, I just, I just want some birthday cake and some milk. And I just don't want to deal with any crap anymore. I'll I want some, some things cake. to go well. And you know what would really be some icing on the cake of my year? Huh in a good way and would kind of get me some positive momentum I know going where, into I know 19. Where this is going. And that's if we beat Oklahoma <laughs> in 2 days and finally take down the Sooners and win the big one in a classic at Mountaineer Field because we're recording the day before Thanksgiving. Uh-huh. So if we could pull that off, that would really be nice for my year and that would give me something for which to give thanks because tomorrow's Thanksgiving. <laughs> you know I, I don't, I'm don't. i not a huge fan of the holidays. I never have, because it turns into more BS than it's worth. Yeah, And uh. we have a, a holiday where we celebrate all the things that we're thankful for, Steve. And then we go out the next day, and we shoot each other, and we beat each other up. <sighs> for to, fucking TV. To save 20 bucks on a dishwasher. And, and when you've already got a dishwasher, but it's on sale, so I've got to have it. Not that we're materialistic people in this country.
1: Yeah, We're fucking, we're no, borderline... We're fucking animals that think that we're special. We're not borderline anything. Fucking retarded. We, we have raced across the line to a point you'd have to use a
0: telescope to find it. It's shit. But you know what? It is Thanksgiving. And we need to have, whenever you're clear-minded and clear-thinking like we are, we need to have an understanding of gratitude and being thankful for certain things. For sure. And you know, that's something we did last year. And considering this year and what it has been for me and I, and it's been a year of a little bit of chaos for you in a lot of ways as well uh, yeah. with with different jobs and some changes and, <laughs> it's always
1: going to be different jobs and well, changes well yes <laughs> but, but
0: just making things evolve fuck them uh, you hate the whole concept and the system I know
1: you do I'm just trying to steal as much money as I can legally by doing is the least amount of fucking work I can. Please, nobody tag
0: the IRS on this. We don't need any crap. I have co-workers but again, that possibly listen to this. So but again, what are what have we said before? Sue us. We're poor. What are you going to get? If you're not a 1%er, you're fucking poor. 1% of the 1%. But you know what? If you are the 1% and you've been able to do that, it, either if you've gamed the system that way mm-hmm. and it's worked, or if you've just worked your tail off and earned it, God bless you. Because... Everything is so slanted against you. If you can screw oh, yeah. them back that hard, I kind of admire you. I really do. And that's saying a lot. I just, I'm just i sick of getting used and abused like we have. Robin Hood never makes it that far. No. They poison that fucker later. You know, but you know what? Look at the rest of the world. Look at the rest of the world. We are blessed. And if even if you look at, the, at half of the country and the way it is, you know, I, we're doing just fine. Oh yeah, and for sure. and that's something I'm obviously thankful for. Another thing I'm thankful for is the chance at redemption
1: that that exists in life. That's every that's every second of the day.
0: It is, and and it it's true. I think in a general sense, it's true situationally. I don't understand people who don't have the capacity to forgive. I don't understand people who don't even entertain the possibility of second chances because in my mind in my point of view the next person who's going to need forgiveness and need a second chance is going to be me so how can i then hold other people to a standard that is higher than what i would expect of myself i don't think that's fair and that doesn't mean we do stupid things that doesn't mean we just add we're going to be uh, a glutton for punishment. But we should at least be fair and be, be willing to look at people and say, you know what? If you are going to be contrite, if you are going to own what has happened, no matter what you've done in life, yeah. I'm at least going to be willing to give you a shot. I'm going And I'm not going to slant it one way or another. I'm not going to make you earn your way back into some kind of level and That's setting just and title. That's, just That's BS. Yeah. I'm going to give you an even odd shot. Now, you screw that up, the game changes.
1: Oh, yeah. But I think
0: you have to be fair in that way. And the fact that those exist in life, I'm thankful for that. Not just that I'm able to give those, but I'm able to receive them. And that's not even necessarily speaking of anything specific. It's just something that's been on my mind lately because I've watched a lot of people go through a lot of really troublesome and painful things in a life where there's plenty of stuff that's out of their control. And out of my control, that's going to be difficult enough. So why willingly add to that? And that's something I've thought about. Another thing I've thought about is I'm thankful for faith through adversity.
1: That's a good thing, yeah, because it's easy to have that whenever things are going good for you, right? You know, it's, it, there's a lot of people um, who
0: go to church when things are bad, but you never see them when things are good. And sadly, there's a flip side to that coin, Steve. And there are a lot of people who you see in church when things are good, but you don't see them when things are bad. Well, I've lost faith in God because things started going bad. Well, things change, situations change, people change, God does not. And if you are unable or unwilling to grasp that concept, then what kind of faith did you have to begin with? Hmm. And I know a lot of people right now that are, I keep hearing the word cancer you know there's somebody close to me right now that has two relatives battling cancer at the same time they are battling health problems and it's just it's constant i'm so sick of hearing that word if you don't have a faith that can be tested you don't have a faith that can be trusted so that's a time when the test comes and you got to see if you can rely on it or not and the fact that i've been able to rely on mine through some really difficult times In the last four or five months or so, and I've relied on it all my life. But the fact that I've been able to do it in the last four or five months really stands out to me. And I'll tell you something else I'm thankful for. And this has been on my mind, obviously, and you know this. I've talked about it a lot the last few episodes. I'm thankful for my team. My gosh, do I have a team. I've got a team around me that has kept me standing, that has shown me so much love and respect and genuine, caring, in a time where it would have been easy to go, whoa, yeah, I, th- this is a little difficult. So I'm going to pay some lip service and then I'll be over here for whenever things settle out. Yeah. And I've had people just rally to the cause. And now I look back and it's mid-November, almost the end of November. Fuck, yeah. It's... And you know, you kept saying it. You You were the one who coined this. And you just kept saying the Phoenix, the Phoenix. Brad Phoenix is going to show yeah, up. That's going to. And yeah, I still got, got a couple
1: more uh, steps to go. I do,
0: but I got rid of a lot of my, a lot of my accounts for a lot of stuff, and Snapchat was one of them. Well, I got a Snapchat account back, and when I ne- when I needed to pick a username, it's Mountain Phoenix. Mountain Phoenix. So feel free to add me, people. That's right, Mountain Phoenix. Mountain Phoenix, and I, I thought that's appropriate. It's now it's like gonna,
1: a different flavor of Mountain Dew. Or?
0: Now before I tell you. <laughs> to go through Cherry Mountain Dew before you elaborate on what you're thankful for. And then we're going to take a quick break because we've got a guest coming up in the second half of the show. I'm going to tell you something I'm not thankful for. I am. <laughs> not, I am not thankful. Not Thanksgiving. I am not thankful for CBS because I found out today that CBS canceled salvation. I don't think I, I don't watch enough TV. My favorite show that's on TV right now. Remember our, uh, top 5 Desert Island Women list. Oh yeah, that one chick's Remember, on. Remember Jackie yeah. Byers? Yeah, Byers, yeah. Yeah, they canceled Salvation today. Mm-hmm. And at, believe me, the show's great just because she's on it. And all she has to do is get on there and read the phone book. And I don't care what, I don't care what's going on. But it's easily one of the best shows on TV. It's brilliantly written. It's adventurous. They seek they seek new ground to break with what they were doing, and I think it went over some people's heads, and they canceled it today, and quite frankly, they can FO for that, because that really pisses me off that they canceled that show, so I'm not thankful for CBS. So, <laughs> so in this time of Thanksgiving, Steve, what's on your mind?
1: See, that's what's... I don't know. I don't, I don't ever think about this, really. I guess because I'm thankful for everything I have. You know what I mean? Well,
0: I think you're in a constant state Of being thankful just in life because that's how you address things. But what are you thankful for? Just what what comes to mind off the top of your head? Um, Let me think.
1: You know, obviously the friends that I have because I don't have very many of them. I mean, so the ones that I have, I'm definitely thankful for because I have trust and and them around me. Well, friendship for you
0: to call someone a friend for you, and I'm glad that I've gotten to know this about you friend is an overused word in our in our world yeah the three most overused words in our culture are love are love friend and great and great yeah those are the three most overused words amazing in the world. is could be or <laughs> and awesome awesome gets overused now too
1: No, we don't know the meanings of words anymore but for you to call someone a
0: friend that is something i think that is a status that you earn that someone earns with you yeah And with it comes a certain connotation. So, expectation of never to fuck me over. Well, that's why we end the show the way that we do every time. But uh, that's a that's a big deal. So for you to say that I th- is incredibly important because because yeah. you, you are dead set serious. That you don't have a ton of friends. Everybody's got you know 1, a thousand and six hundred Facebook friends. Those yeah. aren't friends. Those people aren't coming to your funeral.
1: No, if they did, I wouldn't fucking care. But
0: funer- But but you know what I mean. <laughs> Funerals are a whole other deal. Half the people are there just so everyone will see them there.
1: It's kind of like a family reunion. People care. just are there. Like, oh, is that hot? going to be there he used to know yeah i'll just like her
0: you know very true but yeah you, you when you say that you don't have a ton of friends as opposed to acquaintances and people you you that you've run into you're being absolutely serious
1: yeah i mean i have a lot of people i'm friendly with but that doesn't mean i'm friends with them that's very true you know
0: so you're thankful for friends i know that
1: um thankful to have a better understanding of mine and trying to learn a little bit more every day about like what's what's real and how things end and how soon they can end. Um I'm definitely thankful for Stephanie, even though I, I fuck with her. I'm actually being a lot nicer. I'm starting to be tone it down. We're getting a lot better, you know, getting along a lot better with my That's kids. Good. I'm just, you know, like, you know, back to the um understanding of like life and things. Mm-hmm. It's helping me a little bit better with my relationship with my kids and stuff like that. So I'm developing a better relationship with my five year old. He's a uh, He's pretty cool. So I'm real thankful about that. That's something I'm kind of. Well, he's just now
0: starting to reach that point where he has that awareness and he has that understanding and there's a lot more interaction. And it's he's not living a life that's based purely on instinct. It's more cognitive and you can develop that relationship. And I think
1: I know how thoughtful of a guy you are. So. You know, nobody's perfect. We try to fight. I try to fight that. I don't want anybody else to know that at right. all. Usually, you know what I mean. Sure. That's one of those things. Like you just, it's kind of like one of those, just a misdirection thing. But you know, well, people just want to call you out and say, "Oh, you're just, you don't fucking care." But in actuality, it's a little bit more than what people would ever understand. Of, of you know course, what I mean? it is. So. But the
0: way that you approach things, you know, you've got a son who's older. We've heard him on this program. Yeah. You, I know, learned a great deal from what you did with him. The first time around, and that yeah. changes how you address things in the later relationships, because mm-hmm. you've got two more that that you get to to watch grow up, and you get to raise them into people who uh, who are going to impact the world in a positive way, because that's not a focal point for most people anymore.
1: But you want to treat them all the same, right? And the personality, like his, he's he's kind of his personality is not like mine. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So. But it is, like, we have the same kind of phobia type things, and I, you know, I pick with him a lot, you know, I tickle him, and, you know, I mess with him a little bit, and I'm starting to try to be a little less than that, right? and be a little bit more talkative with him, and sit there and watch him play Minecraft, or whatever, and, you know, we, I taught him how to tie a shoe the other day, well, Stephanie helped me, but we kind of got the concept, so, he's real smart, you know, like, he's different, completely different, Mm -hmm. than my other two, like, he's, um... Did you just call your other two kids stupid, Steve? No, they're not so, just completely different. Like Caden, it's,
0: it's a different kind of
1: Caden's Smart existence. in his own way, and mm-hmm. Chloe's. They're more Chloe and Caden are a lot similar with their personality. Calder's completely different. Like he's Caden
0: he's, has a lot. He is built so much like you,
1: but his so much his like attitude. Is like he's he's kind of crazy a little bit. You know, well, I like that. He's he's kind of athletic kid. So he's an is,
0: adventurous kid too.
1: Yeah, and so and so is is Chloe, but Calder he's more. He's more reserved but still not he's he already knows what he wants to do when he's older. He wants to like build robots and shit. So he's more thoughtful. Yeah instead he's really thoughtful. of being more adventurous. Yeah, he's, okay. he's more he's more phobia driven. Like he's there's things he does he sees a bad consequence in things fast, which is okay. Mm-hmm. Um the danger and things he can see that. Um but yeah, he's 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 a pretty fucking smart kid. Like I'm pretty proud of him. That's awesome. You know, so you know, family, friends, um, me and my dad get along better now. Like, we always got along anyway, but we talk more. Um, other than that, it's yeah, trying to be so less distant with family. That'd be a little bit something I want to work on. Well, that's good. Well,
0: no, that's something that you have to go into for 2019. Yeah, and I'm it's sure. something I'll be thankful hopefully next year I get a little bit more. Sure. And I know we will talk about, I hate New Year's resolutions, but I, I think that as we get to the end of the year, we'll probably do something right around New Year's where we talk about not resolutions, but goals. We'll yeah, talk sure, about goals going into 2019, because after a tumultuous year, or after a challenging year, which both of us have had in different ways. Which is
1: always, ways, it's every
0: year. It is. but We, we forget that, but, but it is. But exceptionally so, I think, for us this year. It's been a very strange year. Yeah. And in yeah. doing so... Um, We've had a lot of changes. Yes. We can go into 2019, I think stronger for sure we can do more it, insightful we can do it stronger we can do it with more insight but i think we can do it with an excitement and an energy that's going to be palpable because we, we have, survived we have shown resilience this yeah. year very much so um before we take a break i'm just going to remind you of one of my favorite things from you involving your son <laughs> Caden, this, this makes me so happy. Was I, he here at the time? No, he wasn't here. And he wasn't there when this happened, but you came into the gym one night and you said, man, I, I, I had to get on Caden today. And it, it, I don't know what it is, but it, I'm going to have to break him in this. And I said, "What is he doing that's so bad?" You said, he, "Just talking
1: shit." That's all he does, dude. That's all, like he. Will and talk I thought, shit. "I thought, how bad
0: could it be? How much? Oh. How much could he be talking?" So then you go into some examples of all the things, all the way he's just been talking. And you know what? You were absolutely right because the next time he was in the gym, he was he was on Dave. Yeah. He was on you. He was on everybody and Dude, it just would not stop. He's a shit talker. And I said, "Okay, so w- what's really bad about this? Like, give me an example." And you said, mm-hmm. "He insists on calling my dad Fat Jimmy."
1: <laughs> he does all the time. He goes, "Your dad's name is not Jimmy." I know, and he still calls him that. <laughs> like in my dad, if I talked to my dad like that when I was his age, I would have got smacked in the mouth or like picked up by my hair or some shit. I know, but just Like he my dad looks at him like he wants to destroy him. And then like he just like I guess he feels the power and the shit talking, he just fucking lets it go. <laughs> but I'll I'll never forget the
0: look on your face whenever I said, Well, how bad is it? just talking shit. Fat jammy. And it was this this attitude of almost resignation, like it, it
1: just won't stop. They won't dude, he was this was a couple seasons ago. It was his second season of fucking football. Okay. He made a tackle and stood over the dude and stepped on his fucking chest. You told me about that too? And put put his hand on his face and was sitting there talking shit to him. Like, dude, you're like six years old. What (laughs) the hell's wrong with you? You know, like You know what it is watching too much NFL? Or just he he loves WWE. He watches the shit on stuff. Which I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to resign myself to he won't come over and see me anymore. He hasn't wanted to come over for like a month or two. Really? His mom lets him play Fortnite constantly. Oh, for God's sake! So I'm going to break down. I'm going to break down and get Fortnite just so he'll come over. Really? Yeah, it sucks, but I'll I'll sit there and watch him play.
0: You know what? It sucks. But But if I have to do it, I have to do it. It's a bonding opportunity, and it may be something that you kind of look at now, and it's like, oh man, I got to get Fortnite. I got to do this. But it may be something that five, ten years
1: from now, he looks back on as a seminal moment. That that changed the game. Well, I shit on that game so hard? Like, I told him, I was like, I don't want you to be a follower. You know, it's like you're doing all these things that everybody else is doing, and I don't want you to get. We're bi- we're both big on that. I don't we, want you to get hate used to that trendiness. You know? Don't get used to doing those things because you're always going to do that shit. You're, be you're, you. Don't be. You're going to think you're everything that everybody else is. And don't let them define you. You can't have a mental association with what you are because that is not what you are. I hate that. You're stuff. not your environment. You're not. Things you've done That's it's, just things you you fill your life with to build what you what you want to be perceived as. Is that's that not
0: is that not the biggest problem we have right now? And I know we're this is not a tangent we need to get off on whenever we're about to take a segment break. Yeah, but is that not the biggest problem we have right now in our world, or at least one of them is the complete loss of personal identity?
1: And so you have to you have to associate with a group because that. A group or That's a closer label. representative of what you want people to see you as. Oh, it's a nightmare, man. You know, these motherfuckers don't, I mean, it's whatever, but I don't give a shit. I'm about to get a big-ass fucking head tattoo and tell everybody to suck a dick. <laughs> you know it would be badass if I get like a, some kind of a mural on my head, something to look at.
0: Well, I think that's as good of a place to take Do a it. break as get any as Get a head well.
1: tattoo. <sighs>
0: Hashtag head tattoo. Fuck yeah. It's better than what Dave Markert ended up having in his Google search engine one time.
1: What was that?
0: It wasn't head tattoo. I'll tell you that right now. I'll tell you off air. We we don't need to put this all (laughs) in the podcast so people can go after Dave about it. All right. Well, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to have a special guest. It is the new sponsor of the podcast. So you're going to hear a little bit about the sponsor here in just a second. And then you're going to hear from the sponsor when we come back with the second half of episode 17 of Apex Live right after this. Hey, everybody, this is Brad from Apex Live with a special announcement involving the podcast. Apex Live is now sponsored by Blue Gold Title Research. Blue Gold Title Research LLC is a West Virginia-based company established in 2012 during the shale oil and gas boom. In 2015, the company changed missions and entered into the world of real estate title services. In mid-2018, notary and signing agent services were added. Contact owner Jim Ashley for services today at area code 681-214-5656. episode 17 of apex live continues second half of the program or second segment of the program i'm brad that's steve hello joining us now live via skype he's a business owner he's a sponsor of the program as you just heard with our little interstitial message about sponsorship he's also a good friend of mine he is jim ashley jim welcome to the program
2: Thank you, Brad. Thank you, Steve. It's a pleasure to be on the show. Well, yes, podcast rather.
0: <laughs> well, it is. A, it is a show. Who are we kidding? It is a show.
2: Actually,
0: it is the show. <laughs> it is, oh, That's right. Whoa. That's right. All right. Well, Jim is a listener, but Jim is also the owner of Blue Gold Title Research, the first sponsor that we have had of Apex Live. So, Jim, I've got to start here, and it's very. First of all, thank you so much for me and Steve both. Uh, for sponsoring the show, for supporting what we're doing, uh, and being a part of it, because it really means a lot to us.
2: You're welcome. It's amazing how quick a deal was hashed out the day of that Kansas game <laughs> where I sat with you.
0: Yeah, it, it was. Well, And it wasn't even intentional. It's, it's one of those things that just kind of came up, and you said, "Yeah, I'm sponsoring another show, and this is going on. You said, I'd like to sponsor your shows. Well, all right And it took all of about Four minutes And we worked out a deal And now here you are The best so, deals Take no time to make
2: That's exactly, exactly. right it's And don't simple. need lawyers uh, Yeah, you don't need
0: them I deal with enough of those On a regular <laughs> basis That is absolute gospel truth All right. So first of all, like we said, you're the owner of Blue Gold Title Research, and you have explained to me briefly what it is that you do. And I still don't exactly know what in the world that you do. So you own Blue Gold Title Research. You're the owner, the creator, the operator. Jim, what do you do? Uh,
2: What I do essentially in a nutshell, when these title companies, lending institutions, and even an attorney I work with gets an order that on a property where someone either wants to purchase the property outright or refinance their home for whatever reason, I get the order to basically go to the courthouse in a certain county and research the property, basically find the deed, go back through the chain up to about 40 or 60 years if I have to, look for any open mortgages, and basically make sure there's no open judgments or liens on the property, and just stuff. That's That's mainly what I do. I've also started doing um, notary services and loan closings through the attorney I work for in the state. Hey I'm a notary.
0: that works out nicely.
2: Yes it does. L- little more yes, common little
0: more common ground, not just the WVU thing that's cool.
2: right And I've been doing closing services in addition to title sir. I've been doing titles since about 2012, 2013, 2014. actually started full-time in 15. And I just started closing loans starting in June after I passed my National Notary Association Signing Agent exam. Very cool.
0: I remember when you did that, because I know you were making some moves over the summer, uh, just trying to broaden your portfolio of what it is that you're able to do. And then you were doing some other things like that exam and everything. I remember when you were going through all that, and I'm glad you passed that, and you've started to kind of expand your horizons a little bit. But this all started... Because of the shale oil and gas boom, uh, probably, what was it, 2012, something like that, I believe. I I remember the script that I put together whenever we were talking about Mm -hmm. this. But uh, I thought it was 2012, somewhere in there, whenever all this started, because that was a huge industry with a big spike there for a while.
2: It was, especially where I live in the northern part of the state. Mm -hmm. Uh, I live in the Marcellus Shale. I live across the river from Ohio in the Utica Shale. That still Basically sounds like the name
0: want- of a linebacker, man. I still think we're going to sign a letter of intent for Marcellus Shale to be a stand-up defensive end in a three-three. You know. He'd
2: probably be one of those hard pipe hitting dudes that you wouldn't want to run into in a dark alley. A lot
1: like Bruce Irvin, absolutely. Never right. want to with, never want to deal with the pipe from Marcellus.
2: <laughs> no, no, no you, no, you don't. Very good,
1: especially if
0: he goes to Baylor. Because then it's happening without consent. That's right. Oh, no means no. Exactly. Throwing shade. He should just go to Virginia Tech. I mean, just.
1: No, no, this is eight.
0: No, this is 18 and up. Oh, well. (laughs) Under 18 can't give consent anyway. That's what they do in Blacksburg. That's true. That's all right. They've got plenty of time to go pursue those uh, those activities right now, considering without a minor miracle, they're not going bowling. Oh, this year, gosh. they don't deserve to go. Well, of course, they don't deserve to go to a bowl, but they've got to beat UVA. This is our this is our sort of Virginia Tech update. And I know Jim's on board with this, so it's cool. He knows we do Virginia yep. Tech updates. Uh, if they don't, they have to beat UVA this week. If they beat UVA, they are buying an extra game at the end of the year. This is great.
1: Oh yeah, because they missed one for a hurricane, they, right? Some like, w- like
0: just like we did. Yeah, but they're failures, so they need help at the end of the year to try to game the system to go to a bowl. They are paying. They are paying over a million dollars for a game at the end of the year with Marshall. You heard me. To try to go to a bowl. Now, this is what I've decided. I hate UVA, too. Hopefully Marshall destroys them for the money. This is what I want to happen. You're ahead of me. This is what I want to happen. I want them to beat UVA and get to win number five and then play Marshall and lose. That way, I can go to every Hokie that I ever deal with, hashtag Hokie hate, and tell them Congratulations, Hokies. You've done something we've never done. You lost to friggin' Marshall. You paid for it. Marshall means nothing to me. Dude, you lost to Marshall. So please give me that Christmas present this year. Play Marshall. And play Marshall at the end of the year for a million bucks you didn't intend on spending. And then, by all means, play your 27-year-old metal song, jump up and down, and then get your ass handed to you by friggin' Marshall. It will be the greatest Christmas present I have gotten since I got my Knight Rider bike when I was six years old. Please do it and just make us all so, so very happy. I am comp- completely off topic right now
1: i had a night right did, did you fellas
2: hear the caveat that even if marshall and virginia tech doesn't play they get marshall the money anyway it's
1: free money <laughs> that's awesome
0: well jim you know Wouldn't this as well as time. i do you, you know this as well as i do that's the only kind of money they ever make yeah <laughs> right okay they are welfare you so we got to this point after talking about marcella shale so let's try to veer back somewhere resembling
1: the course welfare. you that's horrible
0: that's all they that's all they get is money <laughs> handed to them from the state to fund their football program and they're still not any good okay so trying to get back on course a little bit this all started with that shale oil and gas boom in 2012 and then things started to kind of morph and change a little bit
2: Yeah, what happened was when I first got in, one of the first things they tell you is get your own LLC and get a tax identification number. So I did just that. And in between oil and gas assignments, I would do the real estate work just to tide me over. And in late 2014, I started noticing the price of gas was dropping at the pump. I mean, yeah, it's good for the consumer, but there's always a second side to everything, and it wasn't good for the shale industry. Sure. and what had happened was the Mideast cartel decided just to start pumping out so much more oil that there was more oil than demand.
0: Hang on a second, and- Jim. Are you going to sit here and tell me that OPEC is crooked and they're manipulating oh. markets? Oh, that's- yeah. I, will no- I will not stand here <laughs> or sit here and listen to such audio tomfoolery. No matter how much he's paying us, to sit here and suggest that the oil-producing nations of the Middle East are somehow doing something they shouldn't do. Won't hear it. Won't hear it. <laughs> Goodness. And there are people who believe that. There are people who believe that all that's on the up and up.
2: Oh, Yeah, God. really?
0: Well, and when it, when me. you start manipulating markets, everything tanks, especially for people who are in, in your industry. And we never see it because it's like, oh, we're paying 30 cents less at the pump. But there is all. there's always there's a reaction to what ultimately goes on over there. We just don't necessarily feel it immediately.
2: Right. And like I said, in the fall of 2014, I started to see the writing on the wall, and I was slowly starting to get a few clients here and there. Then I finally decided one of the main things you need in my industry now is a professional liability policy. Mm -hmm. Once I bought that liability policy in January of 15, the floodgates opened up like you wouldn't believe. That's cool.
0: Well, one thing I think is that you can take from this is you have seen the ability, and we need to see this more, I think, just in everyday life, but you're showing it from a professional standpoint, is the ability and the willingness both to adapt.
2: Adapt and overcome, or be left behind.
0: And that's what it is. It's improvise, adapt, overcome. And I know that's Marine Force Recon or Navy SEALs or whichever one of the special forces it is. Every everyone, it's all of them. But we all say that. but the fact that you saw fit to do that really it was it it was about survival, but it really became about growth on the back end of that for you. And I think that's really cool. So. And that's one reason I wanted to talk to you about business. It's not just because you're sponsoring us, but it's because you're doing this. Number one, you're self-employed. Number two, you're a small business owner, creator, operator, all of those things at once. And third, you're working in an industry I know nothing about. And most of the people who are listening to this have probably been involved in transactions at some point that involved what you do but they don't necessarily know how you do what you do. So it's it's all very new and different. So it's something they can hear about it, they can learn about it. And I find this kind of stuff interesting, even though it seems kind of milk toast on the surface. It is kind of interesting to see what's going on just beneath the surface, because that's what keeps our businesses and our personal interactions financially rolling.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're you're pretty much right about that. You hit the nail on the head. I mean, it's interesting to... Be a part of, I guess, how the sausage is made once you sign that once you sign those final loan papers. Sure.
0: Well, I'm glad it's going well because you've really seen a boom. I think this year you've seen a lot of good things happen and I'm really hoping that the growth continues for you. But the way we know each other is from Twitter and from message boards and things like that related to WVU. And the Mountaineers Uh have a big one coming up here in two days. We're recording the day before Thanksgiving. And on Black Friday, West Virginia hosts Oklahoma. We've got to finally get over the hump inside this conference and beat them after being 0 for 6 up to this point. Should have beaten them at least one of those games. The 2012 game, I'm not even going to talk about with the exception of saying, I hate you, Joe DeForest. Whatever gas station you are currently the assistant night manager at, cleaning up puke whenever the bars close and everyone floods your store. I hate you more than I hate almost anyone. There is a top five or ten list of people I hate above him. But we should have won that game after what Tavon put on the show Tavon Austin put on that night. But we've got a big one here. And if we're going to get him, I think this is the year. This is the setting. What are your thoughts on this game whenever Oklahoma comes rolling into town here in about 48 hours and 15 minutes or so from right now?
2: All right, well, let me interject a little trivia for you before we go into this game. Okay. Uh, that 2012 Oklahoma game you brought up was on my birthday, November 17th of 2012. Oh, my gosh, it West was. West Virginia lost a heartbreaker. Saturday was my birthday. Happy and belated birthday. lost yet another heartbreaker to another Oklahoma team. So, so
0: did, you, maybe, did you hear what Steve just said? Steve just offered up something very nice. What'd he say? I said, Happy belated birthday.
2: Thank you, Steve. But I was going to say, we need to tell a conference not to schedule games on my birthday.
0: (laughs) Uh, That's a really good point. Yeah, we may need it. Well, we say that, but when was the last time the Big 12 conference did us any favors? If we bring that up, what we've got to do is request that they only schedule that game on your birthday. Because then they'll just (laughs) F you everything that we ask and schedule us to open with them every year.
2: The only favor the Big 12 did for us was bringing us in, and even that almost didn't happen. Yeah,
0: that was that was last ditch. And I'm glad it did happen because it's better than being stuck in the football purgatory of the American Athletic Conference. But my gosh, it's it, we are still the red-headed stepchild, and that's all we're ever going to be. But uh, we've got a chance, I think, to to kind of extend the middle finger toward them. It's our own version of the horns down. We've got a chance to kind of give that to them by ruining their <laughs> Oklahoma-Texas championship game plans that they obviously have in play. That was that was obvious when we went to Texas on November 3rd. But we got a chance to do that this Saturday, so what do you think of our chances coming up?
2: Um, I like our chances this year better than I have most seasons. Absolutely agree. Um Last year, we didn't have Will Greer due to injury. Ugh. The year before that, we had, well, <laughs> Skylar Howard. We had and, well, snow you know.
0: and turnovers is what we had
2: yep um, if if the team can just play a complete game, not get too anxious or excited or jumpy and just focus on focus on the strengths of the offense, focus on the strengths of the defense. I think West Virginia can at least keep it close. I mean, yeah, I would like to see West Virginia win, obviously. I have a couple of tickets reserved for Dallas and I'm just I'm chomping at the bit to book my flight and hotel for Dallas. Absolutely.
0: You got to go to Jerry World at least once.
2: I, I I can't wait. I mean, I'm not a Cowboys fan, but I just love to check out that Metroplex.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think it would be fun just to kind of sit in the stands and watch something on TV on that big video board. Or play video games on it. I think that'd be a blast. Ooh,
2: I would love to play video games on that thing. That would be fun. Or watch
0: something completely stupid and, I won't say inappropriate, but just kind of out of place. Like, watch Knight Rider, a show from 1982 on a video board that big. Debbie sh- Does Dallas. That'd be a good one. Eh, that's what I was waiting for.
1: Thank
0: you, <laughs> You know, I guess that would be appropriate if you're going to watch it at Jerry World. That's true. <laughs> I was so overwhelmed by the fact that you're suggesting to watch pornography on a triple-digit foot-size video board that it didn't dawn on me. Yeah, it is in Dallas. Oh, you always find a way to turn the tides. Thank you, Steve. And we'll segue. That was great, Steve. Was. That was great. <laughs> and we will segue from that into something that I'm I'm sure is. It's fitting, considering you were just talking about pornography on the largest scale possible. And we'll talk about Thanksgiving, because Thanksgiving is tomorrow. So, Jim, with Thanksgiving uh, Thanksgiving coming up tomorrow, I know it's all about family and all about uh, and being thankful. What's on your mind as this holiday approaches?
2: Well, I'm thankful for new opportunities that came my way this year. Because if it weren't for these new opportunities, I probably would have had to close my business, you guys wouldn't have a sponsorship, and I wouldn't be able to travel as much as I've started doing.
0: Yeah, we're thankful for you, Jim. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> and our listeners you, are, you. too. Our, our listeners are thankful for you. But that's very – I know you've had a big year, so absolutely, that's very cool. And you have traveled yeah, the
2: best, a lot. The, the best part is year's not over yet.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you've got more traveling to do because you've been, you've been out of the country. You've done all kinds of stuff because you went to Toronto. Uh, just a couple that, weeks ago, I know
2: that was I had more fun in Toronto than I thought I would. Um, hey,
0: Steve, J- Jim had a lot of fun in Toronto.
1: I want to go to Toronto. I, I was almost there, and my friend forgot his freaking ID with his federalized stamp on
0: it. Steve, so. I, I don't think you can have as much fun in Toronto as Jim had in Toronto because you have Stephanie.
1: Oh, I, you know,
0: I, it's different country. Yeah, so. Jim. Uh, <laughs> Jim celebrated a lot of things in Toronto. Jim had a lot of fun in Toronto. Yeah.
2: Shout out to that 34-year-old hot blonde attorney, Skyler. I know you're not going to listen to this, but I'm going to shout you out anyway.
0: See? That's right. <laughs> Jim Jim enjoyed Toronto. Jim, see, this is what happened. West Virginia beat Texas, okay? And when we beat Texas, we planted the West Virginia flag at midfield. <laughs> Jim. Jim planted the West Virginia flag in Canada. That's what he did. Proud of you, buddy. By the way,
2: I want I wanted to go down the street to their old town hall, climb up the tower, rip off the Canadian flag, and put my West Virginia flag up there.
0: You know, okay, I, and I appreciate the sentiment, but I think that might be actionable. I think that might be a declaration of war. That might that might not work out well. But I appreciate what you're wanting to do. I get it. And I support you, I do. But my goodness, what's that made Trudeau going to do? Uh, well, you know that's true. If it was still Stephen Harper, I wouldn't even want to do anything to offend him. But Justin Trudeau, yeah, what's he going to do?
2: Yeah, he'll probably dance or something. Yeah.
0: <laughs> he is about the wimpiest. He's an ass clown. F- he, you know, yeah, that's probably the best way to. That's the best title to give him. He is an ass clown. Fruit is, cup.
1: Yeah, he's, <laughs> that I, works I,
0: too. <laughs> Well, uh, you know we have canadian listeners i don't care they may agree they know. may agree they may disagree and whether you agree or disagree send us feedback we enjoy it uh but yeah, jim i know you've listened to the show G- give us some feedback on the show because i know you've listened you haven't listened to all of them but i know you've listened to quite a few so uh give me some feedback on the show what do you think
2: well i like the format you guys do it's, it's obviously most podcasters just like hang on we have a sitting down. steve
1: we have a format good job brad i, I had no I, thought, I had no idea i thought we
2: just i thought you just came in
0: here and
1: started talking <laughs> That's right. what
2: I do. The free the freestyle <laughs> format. That's
0: very true. No, I do have show notes that it's we called uh, ADD. I think actually and that is true. <laughs> we do have. I th- I mean, I have show notes, and we stick to them a lot. But half of this stuff, it just comes out of nowhere. But you're right. Yeah, we do have a fun format. Okay, I like that. Thank you. Thanks.
2: It's, I mean, you guys just talk about essentially whatever's on your mind. I mean, you don't mind going way off topic, which which can be fun. <laughs> and it, it, feel, I mean, it feels like a man talk podcast where we can just be men and talk and not have to worry about social justice warriors or hippies.
0: Uh, Yeah, that's we were we would not be popular amongst that crowd. And that's kind of what we wanted this to be. We wanted this to be an open forum where we can talk about whatever we want. And I th- we've repeated this more than once. If you listen and you hear something that offends you, keep listening because we're probably going to offend you again. <laughs> But we but we do that for a purpose, and the purpose is we don't like censorship, and we don't like the thought police, and we want this to be a place of freedom and a place of of, of openness. But really, we also want it to be a platform for honesty, because we're, what you hear is what you get. And obviously, we're not a video show, so it's not what you see is what you get. But what you hear is what you get. So I like that that's coming across for what we like to do, because, Steve, I know you uh, – I know sometimes you like to go a little, little unfiltered from time to time. Sometimes,
1: not much, but yeah, not much. You have to not much. You know,
0: people are listening to this. How dare you say not much? Th- that's just a small portion. I'm, no one's I'm a much that.
1: bigger asshole in real life. <laughs>
0: Oh, so this is oh, so this is the uh You know this. Oh yeah I don't know, man. You uh you come across pretty you, you come across strong here, and I'm not saying you're an a hole, but I mean you come across strong here. So I I think maybe at first, but now gloves are off and you just let it fly here too. Well, I'm I'm home, so it's all good. That is very very true. So what else do you think before, buddy?
2: Uh, i just I just like the general format of the show. you guys don't try to contain everything within a certain amount of yeah. time if it goes out over an hour, so be it. It goes over an hour. I mean if it goes two hours over an big hour deal. That's- goodness our first segment was over an hour <laughs> gracious my my point exactly. <laughs> I can't wait to listen to that.
0: we talk until we're done oh we 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 set some stuff on fire tonight and uh oh yeah I think uh I think. Segment three is not going to be very long, but segment three is going to hit hard too. just just FYI. Stay tuned for that a little bit later.
2: When will this podcast be released?
0: Uh, Well, I don't have to work the next couple of days, so I should have it posted tomorrow as a nice Thanksgiving present for everyone, (laughs) including a couple of very special potential listeners who may be out there. Not gonna say uh, any. Uh, not gonna mention it right now, but it'll be painfully <laughs> obvious whenever the time comes. Um, so you like the format you like you like the tone. I think that's what you're saying. You like the tone of the program.
2: Well, it's a lay. It, yeah, it's just very laid back, and you guys have fun.
0: Yes, we do. This is, uh, and that's one thing I didn't mention. Whenever we were talking about Thanksgiving in the first part of the show, and talking about what we're thankful for, and I want to. I said this last year. I'll say it again. I'm thankful for this show. I'm thankful that we get to do this podcast and that it's grown the way that it has and it's going to get bigger and we've got the portable studio. 2019. And this is thanks in no small part to you, but to all of our listeners, 2019 is going to be a fun year for this thing because we're going to get to go a lot of of places and do a lot of things. This is going to be a blast for Apex Live and there's no telling what this thing's going to turn into. It's going to be an absolute blast. But uh, you emailed me probably it's been about a month or two ago now from, it was right around the time that we did that episode. We had an episode where we did our top five desert Island women list. And you said, I've got a list. And I said, well, by all means, send it to me and, and we'll do, and we'll make sure it gets on the show and I'll read it. And it kind of went from there and evolved into, you were going to record it. And then whenever you decided to sponsor the show, I said, why don't you just present it on the show? And uh, I understand you've got your list. And I have no idea who the list is, so I don't know if there's any crossover or not. So give it to me. What is your top five Desert Island women list?
2: Well, before I get started, Brad, between me and you, you know who's not on the list now. (laughs) I
0: I, I do know that there was someone on the list who was unceremoniously thrown out like Vince McMahon firing someone on an episode of Monday Night Raw. Yeah. Uh, it's she was had say that cuz that's
2: off. one of the things she covers.
0: <laughs> that's true. that's why I said it. You didn't have to throw that out there, but we'll leave a little bit of mystery for the audience. I mean, she, but she has been replaced. So uh, so Maybe who,
2: maybe I could send her a little care package. <laughs> well,
0: I'll tell you what. I could I tell you what I could do. I'm going to make a, a highlight MP3 of just this part of the show with you and you can send her a link to it.
2: Oh god. And you that's can let a mess, her know a Battle, I could not and, that's a battle I couldn't win.
0: And you can let her know, yeah, this is about you. But that's fine, because no matter what, we get the listenership. So we benefit anyway, and that's all we care about. So it works <laughs> out. So, so, so let's hear it. Who's on your top five list?
2: <clears throat> all right. The first one of my top five is a singer named Kaya Jones. She's a She used to be part of the Pussycat Dolls. She is Steve very is blonde.
0: already reaching for the phone because he doesn't know
2: who it is. Dude, throw it in your Google machine. <laughs> I mean she she's 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 conservative, she's attractive, she knows how to use a gun, so Ooh, that should tell uh, you right there that she doesn't take shit from anyone. Game
0: on. I like that.
2: Number 2 um is Alexa Bliss because oh, my, my god. god. Oh my lord.
0: Yes. Oh god in heaven, Alexa Bliss. Yeah. It was extreme. If I if I took my fi- my top 5 yeah, I just saw. Yeah, Steve just showed me a picture, gave a thumbs up. I have to approve too. Yeah, that's Kaya Jones. Oh. Now Alexa Bliss. If I took my list from five to ten, Alexa would be on that list. Yeah, there thousand, you go. Thousand percent agree. WWE is just talent rich for a list like this. <laughs> but yeah, I'm a big fan of Alexa Bliss. Okay, so she she makes the list. That's cool. He uh,
2: like number three is a Canadian sportscaster. Her name is Natasha Stanicheski. She also posts, like, every once in a while, like, this Whip It Up Wednesday. She knows how to cook, and she does a damn good job.
0: All right. That's awesome. That's a bonus. That's why Tiffany Thiessen made my list at number one is because she's hot and she can cook and because she's Kelly Kapowski. Okay. that's See, all right. First of all, you've got to type because two out of the first three. They're all blondes. Yeah, They're all blondes. Well, two out of the first three, I didn't know who they were, number one. So you're going you're – you're not going just cookie-cutter, well-known – people and names you're you've got reasons for these picks and all three are blondes so you've already you've definitely got a type and we already know how much you love canada
2: yeah yes okay, yeah. okay. uh n- number four uh, this is her name is michelle mccory she is an anchor woman on i24 news which is a jewish-based news station with a bureau in new york She's actually a very smart woman and supports our president and everything. Okay. Um, you can look her up. Um, she's also very blonde, busty, and attractive. So, But she she also has like her financial licenses and stuff, so she can handle all the money on the island. Excellent.
0: Why would you need money on the island? It's a desert island, and you're never getting out of there. There's no commerce.
2: Someone's got to be the brains of the operation. I don't <laughs> want it to be me. i got too much other things on my mind.
0: Oh, well. well. Excellent point, sir. Point taken.
2: And who's five? and number five is Margot Robbie, that Australian actress oh, who I really yeah. became fond of in Wolf of Wall Street.
0: Yeah, I would, I would say so. That would be a a fine audition tape to be in your top five from Wolf Casting of Wall couch. Street. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. <laughs> Holy, well, there's smokes. no
2: couch on the island.
0: Well, okay, she was that's driftwood. True. You can make one. <laughs> We're West Virginia fans. We burn couches anyway. Yeah, you well, get the she wood was. Off of it. OK, she was Wolf of Wall Street, but she was also uh, the name escapes Harley me. Quinn. Harley Quinn. Yes. And I think that's where she, she got a lot much more attention from that than I think she did in Wolf of Wall Street, because she nailed being Harley Quinn. Absolutely perfect in that role. And that wasn't even that great of a movie.
1: Eh, and Jerry Lotto sucks ass. But uh, other than that, <laughs> I think it was OK.
0: It was, de- <laughs> it was decent, but yeah, she she was absolutely perfect as Harley Quinn. You couldn't have cast that any
1: better. Now, I guess Joaquin Phoenix, if that's how you say his name, he's going to be the new Joker. He's a doofus. I think he's a great actor. Joaquin Phoenix is a doofus. I think he's a good actor. Oh, he's a good actor,
0: but he, personally, he is a doofus of a human
1: being. Maybe he' you can be a
2: good actor and still be a doofus. It,
1: yes, you can, and he is. Maybe he's just acting like a doofus. <laughs> I
0: don't think he's that good of an actor. Did you see him? Isn't he the one, Jim? You may remember this. Isn't he the one who went on <laughs> Letterman and said he was retiring from being an actor so he could be a rapper? Or he something? actually had an album. Was that him? Uh, yeah, I think that was the guy. Uh, yeah,
2: it might be. I don't. I the last time I watched Letterman was in 2013 when Howard Stern was on there. But well, most of us Letterman haven't watched Letterman anymore
1: letterman was good shit
2: and letterman was mailing it in by that point i fell asleep anyway
0: oh my well that's saying something because you're a stern fan but oh mm-hmm. my, my gosh uh, he, <laughs> now Wa- i got joaquin I a phoenix, phoenix is a doofus desert, I- that might be the title of the episode joaquin phoenix is a doofus because oh, then if, about feelings because then well no because then <laughs> if you type in joaquin phoenix in google
1: we're gonna be one of the results you Were Never Here is a good movie. He's like a he's like a hitman. It's a newer that is, movie. That is Have you watched movie. that? Yeah, that's a good movie. He's Creep. I love that movie. It's
0: awesome. Uh, I'm I'm not going I'm not arguing that he's a good actor. He, just on a personal level, in his everyday regular life as Joaquin Phoenix, he's a doofus. I want to hang out with
1: him, and I'll confirm that, and I'll let you know. That's fair.
0: <laughs> you know who I want to hang out with and find out what they're really like? Margot Robbie.
1: <laughs> She'd probably be not nice at all. <laughs> I
0: mean, you know what? I, I don't care. I don't care at all.
1: Makes no difference. That's no, you, why I, you're that's probably why right. I
2: have a bench for my Desert Island Five. I have a couple people
1: on the reserve list. You have a bench. <laughs> A bench. Play- he has the bench players. Of course, he's got a bench, and they're all brunettes. And I'm
0: kidding. And I'm kidding. I have no use for Margot Robbie. I know. I've seen enough interviews with her. Like she's, I'm sure she's great to look at. She is. But my God, she's Harley Quinn. Like seven minutes of conversation <laughs> probably would be the top end of what you're going to get anyway, and it probably so wouldn't be that valuable either. I don't want to talk to her at all. I know you. Would don't. I? Would
2: I end up drowning her?
0: Probably. Yeah. Yeah, at some point that's probably going to happen. Or she might just that's be so wh- stupid she walks into the ocean. <laughs> you know, it may just happen. That's
2: that's why I have.
0: A I couch. give her a baby shower. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, it's been a while since we've pulled out the hashtag baby puke. By the way, it's a baby shower. <laughs> oh my gosh, we are not oh. right. We are not right, Jim. Anything else on your mind, sir?
2: Anything, bu- uh, anything
0: bugging you? Anything making you mad?
2: Uh, any well, um, nothing's really making me mad right now. Except now, I really am tempted to send a care package to the person I kicked off my desert island five.
0: <laughs> well, you may as well. At least you're I establishing mean, could,
2: contact. I mean, could you? I mean, you know, I've sent care packages to people in the past. I mean, I mean, um, why, yeah. st- why stop at the United States?
0: Uh, th- you know. I know you've done it, and I know that they have been received, but you've not yet gone international, so there that may need to happen and it may happen later on in the year anyway and i'm not going to say anything else about that i don't think i have to uh but uh jim first of all thank you for joining us thank you for supporting the show it means a lot to me and and we are going to we're going to bring you back probably once a month anyway and you can come in and comment and and contribute and do anything you want we appreciate you a whole lot
2: well i appreciate you guys for having me i mean It's like Ted DiBiase once said, everyone's got a price. Everybody's got a price.
0: (laughs) That's very true. Second of all, and and I I wanted to say this, by the way, before we let you go, and I I keep referencing this, but it, it could not possibly be any more true. It's been a tumultuous four or five months. And, Jim, you know that as well as anybody. And in a time of great personal turmoil and trouble, You have been an incredibly supportive and caring friend, and that is something that I will never be able to repay. And I'm so thankful for you in what was a very difficult time. But here I am still standing, and you were a big part of that. And I just want to tell you how thankful I am for that.
2: Well, Brad, I appreciate you. I've followed you on Twitter for a long time. As I told you, you're one of my OGs from Twitter um and when i saw something was wrong i just thought i need to reach out and find out what's going on with this guy yeah
0: well you played a major role and uh i am eternally grateful for that and and we have we have been able to form uh a, a very good friendship as a result of that so uh absolutely and that's very cool and i'm thankful for that jim thanks for joining us tonight my friend
2: Thanks for having me, Brad. Thanks for having me, Steve. I look forward to future episodes where we can veer off topic and have all the laughs we want.
1: That's right. Thanks, Jim. I do appreciate you, man.
2: No problem. Y'all have a great night.
0: All right, man. That was Jim Ashley. This is Episode 17 of Apex Live. We'll be right back. closing segment of episode 17 of apex live i'm assuming you've hung in with us up to this point you didn't just randomly search to this point hope you've enjoyed it special thanks to jim ashley of blue gold title research our sponsor and a good friend of mine for joining us giving his thoughts on the show on wvu filling us in on what he does and well as usual just veered off course but we had a good time with it Steve, it's good to be back. It's good to finally be recording again and having an involvement with the show that we've needed to have, because it's it's been a little while again, but finally we're back to it and we're having fun and and recording and saying terrible things about people we like or don't like or whatever.
1: I feel better. Of course I I mean, even before, like... It's an outlet. I didn't know if I was going to be able to really do it to the same, like, attention, because, you know, my thought process has been changing a little bit, but... Mm -hmm. It's an outlet, so it well,
0: works. Yeah, but here's the thing. I think you're putting a standard to it that doesn't necessarily apply, because as long as it's you... That's my point. It's yeah. serving its purpose, and we're doing good
1: stuff. But it's the outlet of me, so like that part that I'm trying to like not use as much in my everyday life, uh-huh. I get to use it here, and it'd be okay. That's what we need to do, and as the show grows... It's dessert,
0: baby. That's what it is. As the show grows, so shall we. as we all know. But we got a lot of good things coming up for the next episode. We've got a couple of on-the-spot interviews that we're going to do. We just got to get some timing lined up and everything. We'll probably use Skype like we did for Jim and do some other things. Jim's going to join us hopefully once a month and give us his thoughts on whatever's going on. I think that's fair considering he's sponsoring us. But he's a great guest and and a very thoughtful guy, so he'll have a lot to say about a lot of different things. And he also chimed in with a top five list. So I, I always like when people chime in with their own top five lists as well. Uh, we've had a lot going on, but we're back and we're doing this, and we're going to be more regular. I know we've said that before, but we had some life chaos to deal with. Okay, but now we're back, and hopefully the chaos has settled down, and we can do these more regularly. But it's a lot of fun. Uh, Steve, final thoughts on on everything, not just the show, but in general. Final thoughts you'd like to offer?
1: That's kind of different for me. I don't. <laughs> I try not to think a lot. <laughs> As much like You're one of the most thoughtful people I know. Don't try to tell me you but don't try to think it's about. thoughtful, but it's a natural thoughtful. You know what I mean? It's not like I don't have to be thinking of being thoughtful. You know sure. what I'm saying? So it's just like a natural thing. Um, thoughtful. Um well I'm you know, I'm I feel good, you know, to be back doing this, uh for another episode, being safe and all that. So well, it matters. It's good shit, you know. It it's, really is. It's needed, it's not, you know, you don't realize how needed things are until you're not doing them, so. Well, until Uh,
0: until you're not doing them, or until you don't have them anymore, you don't don't know how important they are. Yeah, you
1: don't realize it, you know. But
0: sometimes, when you get to the other side of that, they mean more as a result. Yeah. And I think that's a cool part of it.
1: It's not a chore, I enjoy it, That's it's fucking great, so. Steve, thank
0: you, buddy. Thank you. Had a blast doing this. Well, episode 17 is in the books. Episode 18, I assure you will be right around the corner Oh my gosh I needed this It was more than just catharsis I needed this Just a friendly reminder Betrayal never comes from your enemies Watch your six But when you have the opportunity to do so Two things Number one, surround yourself with people who will watch it for you And if you get the chance to forgive Do it you'll be glad you did because it doesn't just release them it releases you too until next time i'm brad that's steve this has been apex live welcome home smash eat shit kyle (laughs) good night america wherever you are